Hey everybody, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, broadcasting live from Lawton, Oklahoma. It is exactly 11.44 local time in Lawton, Oklahoma, a.m., not p.m., or in the morning, early morning. I want to tell you right now, this is I Got Your Six, and we're going to begin. <coughs> Excuse me. Listen, remember this is moto time. Rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to paying your bills. Pay your bills. And remember this, never quit your day job while conquering the world. Time is money, money is time. Wasting my time, you're wasting my money. And I mean that, don't waste my time, because you're wasting my money, and my money is very valuable. All right, let's begin. Listen, I was watching a video on social media, and this guy was talking about about, um, the difference of... His name is his web his channel is mediocre meteor mediocre tutorial and reviews. Had a video about a woman who talked about being woke and the plight of what it means to be a person of color. And he says about this is what you have to do. <coughs> about how the how the single parent household is creating this demasculinity of men. How women are were single saying my son is not going to be an alpha male he's going to be soft and cuddly and he's going to be this this person that has emotions can cry by his feelings and can cater to women being the beta male being what they call a simp um here's my thing and i and i was just watching it because i it, it came in my um, recommendation because i follow him and stuff my thing is this listen if you, as a person, you are a male, or whether you are a female, it doesn't matter. If you are a male, we are conditioned. We are automatically masculine. Our masculinity is from day one. It's ingrained in our DNA. It's our DNA. It's in our genetic DNA. When you're single, and you are a woman, and you're living, you know, by yourself, um, your DNA is more feminine. It takes more energy for you to assume the masculinity than it is for a man because it's in our DNA. Now, on the flip side, for a man to be feminine, it takes more energy for him to be a feminine than it is for a woman because a woman is conditioned to be feminine. To be feminine. So it takes a man who wants to be feminine more energy for that so it's like I said it's a flip side but when we um, condition ourselves like they have this thing called the woke women the feminist women the women who say I don't need a man I can do it all by myself I don't need this I can do this I can do that I don't need no man I can do anything I want to do I'm, 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 I'm a real woman I'm a wonder woman hear me roar I'm real hear me roar here's the thing if you are a person of color, say you're a black woman. They don't see, like if you look on, there's a video. It went viral, and many of y'all seen that video of that pregnant black woman. She yells, I'm pregnant. Here's what that cop saw. That cop didn't see a pregnant woman. He saw a, he saw a black person. He didn't see a black woman. He saw a black person. See, our, the way society sees us is that you are 
They see your color first, then they see who you are. So if you are, say, a um, say you are Hispanic, or you're Latino, or you're Latina, or, or you know, or you're Chola, or you're Cholo, it doesn't matter. They see your ethnicity first, then they see you as a man or you as a woman. So your your way of thinking is conditioned. I noticed there was some there was a video that went viral. And it was about this um, this guy. He was a Mexican American. He was born and raised here. He was born and raised here in America. He was in Oregon. He was in Portland, Oregon, and had no everything. But he spoke good Spanish. His Spanish was really good because his mother and father made sure that their kids would know their heritage and their identity. So he was coming, he went to court because he had to go and pay, he had to go, he had to go pay a ticket. Yeah, he had to go pay a ticket for, for, for something that he had to go pay a ticket on one of his vehicles and stuff. He had to go pay a ticket on something. And when he was coming out of court, immigration, he drove with his wife and kids, immigration and custom enforcement agents pulled up pulled guns on him, asked him to get out of the vehicle, asked him for ID and everything. The picture they had in their phone was not him, but they didn't care. They wanted to see his ID. They were talking to him, talking about, you know, you're going to be deportation, but he's a U.S. citizen. He's an American. He was born and raised, he was born here. He had a, he had a U.S., per, he had a birth certificate from, he had a birth certificate. He had a social security number. He was born here. He went to high school. He had a job. He worked. Provides for his family. But they didn't see that. You know what they saw? And they spanked. You know? They saw that he was Hispanic. He was Latino. He was Hispanic. They thought he was somebody from south of the border. Thought he was Mexican or Guatemalan or Salvadorian. Honduras. Chile. They thought he was somebody from south of the border. And that's what they thought. They thought he was somebody, they thought he was an illegal. And he wasn't. There was a case where I watched where there was a guy who was Hispanic. He was, you know, he was Hispanic. He was a Mexican-American. He was in the, he was a U.S. soldier. A U.S. soldier in the United States Army. He was a master sergeant in the United States Army. He was with his wife. They were going they were, they were in California driving, you know, and traveling, dad, you know, and they were just traveling and stuff and stuff and everything. And as they were traveling through California, because they were going to Disneyland, they were going to Disneyland. When they got, when they got down the I-5 corridor going towards Anaheim, they got pulled over by Custom and Border Patrol agents who were following cars. They saw this family of Hispanics. They pulled him over. Had him in handcuffs. Put him in deportation. He went through the whole process. He was at he was at a detention center. His wife was handcuffed. The kids was all separated. And they all went separate ways. He was a U.S. citizen. He was a master sergeant in the United States Army. And actually, he was an American first. Then he was Mexican. He was American. He was Mexican American. 
happened to be Mexican, but he was also an American, born and raised here, had a birth certificate, social security, he had a dog tags on his neck. They didn't care about that. They said you could get that from you can go to you can go to eBay and get those. You can get some used dog tags anywhere. He had his common, he had his common access card. It's called CAC. Common access com, common access card, the CAC card. He had all that in his wallet. They didn't care about that. They put him all through the process of deportation, fingerprinting. You know what got him? You know what actually saved him? Because he was a DOD, which stands for Department of Defense employee. Because when you're military, you are a DOD employee. When they ran his fingerprints through the FBI, it showed that he was an actual active duty master sergeant in the United States Army. Oh, did they apologize? You know what they did? They just released him. After after they after they'd already sent him across the border, they had to go back and get him. And then they, he had to, it took him a couple of months. His wife and kids were all in the system. So when he finally got all his wife and kids and stuff, they took they talked about the horrors of how immigration and customs and border patrol treated them, and it wasn't very good. This is America. This is society that we live in. So. You know, so when I tell you that you are a person of color, whether you're whether you're black or brown, that's just how it is. You know, that's how it is. And women who say, "Oh, I don't need a man. I can do it all by myself." No, reality is. You don't need him to do things, but you prefer, you want someone to, you want someone to be not your, you want someone to be at your level, you want someone to actually work with you, not against you, you know, you're not trying to fight, you're not trying to bump heads, you know. And you're just looking at the life and everything and society you're asking what life does to you you know and you're asking you're asking what goes on so your mind is preconditioned to change your society, your mind, your way of thinking. So when you look at someone who says, like I hear these videos, I hear this case where, I hear a lot of people say, this one lady said, I can't find a good black man, because there isn't any. Well, here's the problem. What you're looking for, you're not gonna find. And you refuse, like there was a lady who literally, I'm, I'm telling you this, lady sat there and she said, I don't, I don't date anyone who doesn't make seven figures. I don't date anyone who makes seven figures. If he doesn't have seven figures, he can't date me. Because me and my five, me and my five kids, he has to support me and my five kids in order to date me. But here's the problem. What about those five, what, those five kids? And, the, and then the guy asked her, are those five kids by the same father? She said, oh no, no they're not. So they got five different fathers. She said, yes. So you want one guy to support you and your five kids. What about their fathers? Oh, that's not the point. I'm the package. Because it's a package deal with me. You're going to date me and my five kids. So you're going to have to support me and my five kids. And the guy goes, but what if that guy just only wants to date you? No, no, no. I'm a package deal. And then he says, now I wonder why you're single. 
Because you put so much emphasis on your, you putting your kids in the deal. You should wait. My thing is wait. But then I look at the flip side. I see there's guys that say, I heard guys that that'll say, I won't date a woman with kids. Guys, there's guys like that. But you gotta look at it from a, a man's perspective. It's like I heard, I heard guys say, I don't date women that are plus size. I don't date women. There's this, there's this black guy that I knew. And I watch him on social media. He literally made this statement. He said, I date, I, I don't date anyone. I do the brown, I do the paper bag test. I want a woman who's light, bright, and near and almost near white. I want a light-skinned woman. He said, I don't date anyone darker than me. And he was brown skin. He was a paper bag skin color. Brown skin. A little shade darker, maybe more of a, not a caramel, maybe uh, he was more of a um, milk chocolate with a little more milk in it because it's a little bit lighter. And he was, you know, caramel with a milk chocolate blended in, like a mocha, like a more of a, more of a cinnamon type color, you know, not a hazel or not a dark chocolate. And he said, I don't need anyone darker, none. And people were wondering, like, well, you put so much emphasis about what you won't date. And I don't understand, you know, in his society. And he just spread it out there. That's what I that's what I prefer. And so that's all he dates. And then there's some people that get mad. Like, I seen a lady who said, um, you know, and how she said that life was all about challenges. Have a good one. Yeah, I'm going to have a good one. And she said just about how life just changes you. And she sat there and she put it out there and she was like, look, I prefer this and this man got to have this. And this, if this man don't do this for me and this that for me and this and this and this, he can't get with me. Here's the problem. You're going to stay. I heard a woman said, I don't need a man. There's a woman that said, oh, I don't need a man because I can do it all by myself. Here's the problem. It's not about what you don't need. It's what it's not about. Oh, you don't need him. You just you want him to be with you to that journey. So when you're struggling, you want him to be there to help you. Not to, not to. He's not there to fix you. He's not there to fix you. He's just there to help you. He's just there to be that support. So when you need someone to feed off of, he's there for you. You don't want someone to be your. You don't want an equal. Because then that defeats the purpose. You want that person to be your partner. See, you want it. It's like a merger. When companies, when people build companies and their companies are massively big and society says this company's big, like a good example, um, at, um, eBay. Not eBay. Well, no, 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 use eBay. Let's use Facebook. Facebook massively looking to make mergers. So guess what they did? Facebook decided, well, Instagram is being big. They merged Instagram together. They didn't change Instagram. They didn't change the name of Instagram. Same with Google. Google wanted to get into the social media craze. And so what they did, what did Google do? Google bought out YouTube. They didn't change YouTube. They kept the same. They kept the name. Everything stayed the same. It's just they just added on some things. And now YouTube is a part of Google. Like Instagram is a part of Facebook. Didn't change the name of Facebook. Didn't change that person. What I'm saying is people, you want someone that don't change you. They just want to be next to you. They want to support you. They want to give you that mentality of I support you and what you're doing. 
and I and instead of being this woke, say that I don't need somebody. That's not how it is. Society dictates what you do. So in the real world, so if you're a person of color, the real world dictates about what you do. So it's like this. Okay, you're in your car. We'll use this. You're you're a person of color. You're in your car and you're driving down the road. I hear this a lot. Uh, it never happens to me, but don't happen. It's not about what it doesn't happen to or nothing. You know, here's what I think. Here's what I say. It doesn't matter about the thing. It's all about what people say. Well, you talk about this. It's like you, you're like you always. Oh, you must be racist because you don't like this and you don't like that. I heard a person told me you must don't like cops because you always talk about how cops do this and how cops do that. And you, just, I watched the videos. And I, I, I literally and when it, I said, "Are you done?" Did you ever hear me say I'm a? I told a person. Did you ever hear me say that I hate cops or I'm racist towards cops? Did you ever hear me say I can't stand police officers? I wish they would die. Do you ever hear me say that? And the person said, well, no, but you, no, but stop. Let's rewind. You said, no, but, what's the but part? But I hear you talk about, no, I I give you the facts. I give you, I'm I'm giving you factual. See, I'm giving you facts instead of fiction. This is not, this is not the mainstream media where they give you, they give you the, they give you the fix, they give you fiction before they give you the facts. This is not that. I'm giving you facts. I do the homework. I do the research. And I tell them like this. I, don't, I say, here, you take a rotten apple. I, I give the same analogy. You take a rotten apple that's molded. That's that's molding. Got the little, just a little bit of mold on it. A little bit of gray mold, fuzzy on the apple. On the, on the apple. You put that apple inside of a bag of fresh apples. Leave it there for about a week. What happens? A few of the apples become rotten. That analogy means you got one bad person in a police department, leaving there a, a few others start are now becoming more corrupt. So, like they say, there's not all, all not all apples are bad in that in that bunch in that bag, but there's a few. Same principle. Oh well, well you just don't like them because of never said that. See, people people only know people only know people only know from sound bites. I just know facts. And the fact is, like I said, same thing in the principle. When it comes to dealing with um, dating, dealing with race, and dealing with things, women only know from what they hear. They get their girlfriend. I know there's some women, I know, I saw, I saw this video by um, on YouTube by Evan Preach. And it talked about how this woman said she doesn't have any girlfriends. She don't have any girlfriends, none. Just, and the one she here. don't have, you know, the one that she does have are her cousin, her sister, her nieces, and that's about it. And that's all she has in, you know, family. Those are the ones that are more relatable to her. She don't have any, like, her co-workers or just co-workers. And, she, and people will go, well, why don't you have any girlfriends outside of that? She says, because I don't trust them. Doesn't matter, I'm happily married, I just don't trust them. Because what I see is when I'm happy, at the most, they try to break up what they want what they can't have. So society says they break up what they they want what they can't have. So they want my happiness. So they go try to do everything in their powers to break it up. See? 
And that's not about a, it's not a, not a black thing or a white thing or a yellow thing or a green thing or a purple thing. No, that's just facts. That's just facts. See, and I tell that person I'm spitting facts right there. That's not nothing. You can look at that. Here's a, here's a factual question. And I, and I say this and I always ask this. How come, why is it when you are single, no one in the world wants to talk to you? But as soon as you are seeing someone, it seems like everybody in the woodwork comes out to talk to you. Everybody wants to talk to you. Everybody wants to be your friend. Everybody wants to speak to you before no one ever spoke to you. You know why? Because you move different. Your circle changes. You started acting different. Your mindset is different. You think different. And I'm going to tell you like that. You think different. And when you think different and you move different, you carry yourself different. And that's how people look at you. Because you look different. You start acting different. And that's how people see you. Because you start moving in a different way. People go like, well, I don't understand. That means you started carrying yourself a different way of thinking. You started acting differently. You start talking differently. But you're the same person. You don't see it, but they see it. Oh, wait a minute, this person, oh, hey, wow, I never loved him. I never looked at him this way. And then they start looking at you differently. They look at you more, before they didn't care. Well, you know, because they see you differently. And that's what I mean. That's how I'm looking at it. People look at you differently. And you carry yourself differently because now that you have someone. And you're like, well, where were you when I was single? Well, they didn't want to come in. They didn't want to bother. See, people know, people know desperate desperation when they see it they know that they know desperation when they see it because they know that you're desperate you'll sit there and you'll start talking you'll start being more pushy towards that person and you'll start putting you start pushing themselves you start just overdoing it now here's the thing you need to do let them go you know you need to just let it go let them go you need to just let let it go and you need to just now I'm gonna tell you the I'm gonna tell you the techniques that work in society. Society dictates everything. What you need to do is just start pushing, start not, just don't care. You don't care about what people do. Let yourself be yourself. Just be you. I mean, and if you if you go to work and you work if you work in an industry where there's a lot of different ethnic backgrounds of women, don't talk to them. Leave them alone. Don't even speak to them. They like they say hi to you. Hey, hi, hi, Jr. Hey, what's up? And keep it moving. Don't even ignore them. Cause when you sit there and start being a buddy, they friend, they see the F word. They see this F word towards you, and that word is friend. If you're not looking, don't look. Because I say like this: if you're looking, if you're not looking, it'll find you. And, and that's what I mean when it comes to society of dictating of winning the alpha. Because if you are, if, it's better to be, I'd rather, I'll say it like this. Be an alpha male, not a beta male. Be the champ, not the simp. There you go. That's what I mean. I'd rather everyone to say, be a champ, not the simp. Because when you are the champion, you'll feel better. You'll be better. You'll exhume the things that you want to do. Okay? Alright, I'm going to cut this short. This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And 
Bravo 6 going dark.